I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. FC Barcelona's ambitions and finances haven't always matched up. Having the biggest wage bill in the world sport caught up with the Catalan club last year to the extent that Lionel Messi had to leave. Fast forward to this summer, and despite the club's myriad economic issues, players like Frank Kessie and Robert Lewandowski are being linked with Barca, while the future of others like Frankie de Jong are shrouded in our uncertainty. Fabrizio Romano joins me today to make sense of the transfer stories whirling around camp now. Que golazo! Barcelona special Fabrizio Romano begins right now. Everybody, welcome to Kego Lasso. Thank you so much for being part of the family. Kego Lasso Pod on Twitter, youtube.com forward slash Kego Lasso. Thank you to Michael LaHood and Jonathan Johnson for taking care of the show last night. It was my wife's birthday, and I cannot, I cannot do Kego Lasso over my wife. I think if you are married, you will know exactly what I mean. But Fabrizio Romano, I might say that you, my wife, Fabrizio Romano, I think. When it comes <laughs> no, to, to... <laughs> no, better not say that. <laughs> Hello, my friend. How are you? I'm Hope good, brother. Good. How are you? How are you? Good, good to good, see good, you. Good, well, good. the summer is here, Fabrizio Romano. A lot to yes. discuss, of course. And uh, we always have Fab on a Monday to discuss the latest uh, transfer information as clubs will be getting busy, busy, busy trying to deepen their squads and others uh, trying to resuscitate their squads. And today is a Barcelona special Barcelona fans this one is for you I think La Liga to be honest if you are into La Liga and uh, you know a fan of the Spanish uh, soccer uh, universe this one is for you but we're specifically focusing on Barcelona Fabrizio Romano and uh, you're going to help us just you know discuss not just about the players that are being interested from other clubs but you know uh, about how tricky it will be for Barca this summer Um, so just before we begin, Fab, what do you expect from Barcelona, generally speaking, this summer? Because they have got to do a lot, not just in terms of getting players and in and out, but sorting out their finances. Yes, this is the priority. The priority is to clarify the financial situation and then to complete some of the signings. We have to say that they already completed two signings. That will be Frank Kessie and Andreas Christensen and are two very important players. And then they will be focused on the number nine. We know with Robert Lewandowski. So their plans are pretty clear. But now it's really important. I think this is the real challenge for Barcelona board to clarify how they can change the financial situation, how can they improve the financial situation, how they can make some money with some of the players. So the real strategy is not just about the signings, because it seems pretty clear, but it's more about the outgoings, which players have to leave the club, uh, what are the best opportunities for these players. So I'm really curious to see what happens on that side, because Barcelona's intention is to change and improve this financial situation, but selling players and some of these players is something really, really important. Yeah, to follow Fabrizio's point, everybody, that's where we begin. We're just going to add a little bit of context here because Barcelona, obviously, you know already the financial situation that they found themselves in in the last uh, two years, ever since uh, Joan Laporta returned to the club. Uh, You know, he's been trying to 
you know, kind of uh, bring it back up, right? And, uh, you know, the Goldman Sachs uh, financial uh, help as well has been a major component. But Javier Tevez, Tevez uh, La Liga president, uh, angered Laporta a few days ago when he said the club cannot sign Lewandowski. And, uh, you know, uh, part of it is obviously the explanation of how La Liga's financial rules affect Barcelona. I'm not going to go into it, everybody, but basically imagine this. They must save four euros for every euro they bring in. So whatever player they bring in, they have to make sure that they have enough in the club itself uh, from a sustainable perspective. So that was Tevez's point, I guess. And Laporta said, I would ask him, uh, Tevez, to abstain from making comments in the sense of Barca can or cannot sign a player because it's clearly damaging Barca's interests. So, Fabrizio Romano, where are we, the latest, with Robert Lewandowski? Yes, and the first point I want to comment is that when I say these sentences, then I still remember that in January, in December, they said it was impossible for Barcelona to sign Ferran Torres, and at the end, they signed Ferran Torres. I don't know how, but they signed Ferran Torres. <laughs> and they also signed uh, Adama Traore and Piero Bameyang, so it was a pretty good transfer window for Barcelona. Then, about the financial situation, we know that it's complicated, and this is why the Lewandowski deal with Bayern is still not done or completed, but they have a verbal agreement with Robert Lewandowski. It's a contract for three years, so exactly what he was asking to Bayern one year ago, and Bayern were really slow in the negotiations with Lewandowski, so the player was not happy with the general situation at the club, and that's how Barcelona were able to start negotiations with his agent, Pinin Zahavi, who has a great relationship with Juan Laporta. So this is how Barcelona built this Robert Lewandowski deal on player side. From what I've been told since February, it's always been the same. And the player wants to join Barcelona. His priority is to join Barcelona. Many clubs are interested in Lewandowski, but his priority is to understand if this Barcelona deal will go through in the coming days or weeks. So Lewandowski wants Barca move, but it's now up to Barca to reach an agreement with Bayern. So they had an opening proposal, but still no agreement with Bayern. We also know how important it is for Bayern to find a replacement uh, before saying, okay, green light, Lewandowski can, can leave the club. So it's like a domino in this story, but it's really important for, for Barcelona to clarify the financial situation and to be able to pay the final fee for Robert Lewandowski because on player side, everything is ready. So to, and to your point, the Ferran Torres situation, I, I believe it was easier because it was Manchester City who allowed a sort of uh, payment in uh, installments, right? It was You didn't have to pay everything to Ferran Torres in one yes. go. I don't know if Bayern Munich is going to be that flexible with Barcelona when it comes to Lewandowski, especially in the way that it's being dealt with. Oliver Kahn, of course, is not happy uh, the way that Lewandowski has publicly yes. said it. So that could be a problem. Yes, and also, of course, uh, Robert Lewandowski is one of the best players in the world, and Ferran Torres maybe will be one day. He's a fantastic player, but Lewandowski he's not is, Lewandowski. Is, an, is a different level, and for Bayern, he's not just a player. He's a legend of the club, so, of course, a different kind of negotiation. But I'm sure that Barcelona in the coming days will, will keep working on this Lewandowski deal. They want Lewandowski. They consider Lewandowski the perfect player. Xavi wants him and already had two direct conversations with the player. So Barcelona are already on player side. Now, it's time to see what happens between the, the two clubs. All righty. Well, let's move on to a player that Barcelona do have. Uh, and it's obviously a conversation for Manchester United fans because Frankie the Young, right, uh, a very important midfielder, of course. Eric Ten Hag knows him very well, of course, as well. And, you know, there are talks reportedly, Fabrizio Romano, with Manchester United. But then I believe Frankie wants to stay. Would he be persuaded? What's the latest with Frankie the Young? Yes, now we are entering into the important moments of this Frankie de Jong deal because Manchester United, after uh, many conversations weeks ago, now they are in direct contact 
with Barcelona. Manchester United confirmed to Barcelona their intention to discuss and maybe make an official proposal in the coming days for Frankie. So uh, the answer from Barcelona was pretty clear. They want 85 million euros fee for Frankie de Jong to let him go this summer. So not an easy negotiation, but for sure Manchester United want him. They are serious on Frankie de Jong because Eric Ten Hag is 100% convinced that will be more than a fantastic midfielder. It would be a statement for Manchester United, uh, the face of the new project. So this is why they're pushing for Frankie de Jong. The real problem is on player side because Frankie de Jong, as he stated two days ago in an interview, he wants to continue with Barcelona and he wants to play Champions League football. And at the moment, we know that Manchester United next season won't play Champions League football. So this is a really important point. The player is not convinced and he's not disrespecting Manchester United. He just wants to play Champions League football. It's something that he's obsessed with. Uh, he feels he's ready for a Champions League top level and he thinks that this season could be a nice opportunity, this new season, for him to show his skills again in Champions League. So this is why for Frankie de Jong is not... Uh, a priority to move to Manchester United. Let's see if Eric Ten Hag will be able to change the situation. We know they have a very good relationship since Ajax times. And so I'm sure that Manchester United will try and try again in the coming days. But the real problem is on player side. So this is the opposite of the Lewandowski issue. Lewandowski wants to go to Barcelona. Bayern is being difficult. Frankie de Jong doesn't want to leave Barcelona, Manchester United. So, and I'll be, the, hey, very quick. I know we have a question right here about, you know, well, actually, well, let's get to it right now. Man City, PSG, are they interested in Frankie de Jong? Manchester City have always been interested, but I feel that after signing Erling Haaland, they are not going to spend 90 or 85 million euros on a midfielder. So at the moment, it's not a priority for Manchester City. They love the player, but it's not a priority. And uh, for Paris Saint-Germain, at the moment, I have no information on proposals or discussions with his agents. Then they will have a new manager, and we still don't know who will be the manager. Or maybe they will change their mind on Pochettino. They will have a new director of football, Luis Campos, but he still not signed the contract. So for PSG, we need to wait a few weeks to understand if they will decide to jump uh, into this negotiation or many others because for Paris Saint-Germain everything now is like cold but then it will be many things happening on the market. All righty. Well, uh, well, here was my question very quickly. Does the Frankie de Jong or the, does the Lewandowski situation depend on Frankie de Jong's sale or is it totally separate? Not on Frankie de Jong, but it's important for Barcelona to make some money. Not just for Lewandowski, but even to register Frank Cassid, register Christensen, and to complete other negotiations that they want to complete this summer. So Lewandowski, but also the other signings they want to complete for Barca, is really important to make some money with some other player. If it's not Frankie, there has to be some other player in the market. Yeah, there's another question here from Usman Salim. Usman, thank you so much for being part of the family and uh, following Keo Lasso and Fabrizio Romano. Any chance Man City might make a swap deal? with Bernardo Silva for the young, because apparently there are rumors. Uh, but rumors, Usman, are, are, are just like air. It, it just appears. So, uh, Fabrizio, is, it, is, is there any truth to this? I don't know. At the moment, there is nothing, honestly, between between Manchester City and Barcelona. Then we are still at the early stages of the market. So this would be never. very significant, Fabrizio. If, nah, if, if you, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, of course. But at the moment, let me say that there are no negotiations between Man City and Barcelona for the young. It's true that Barcelona manager Xavi is in love with Bernardo Silva. And Man City will need to clarify Bernardo Silva's situation this summer if they want to avoid problems with him in the coming months. But as of now, there are no negotiations yet. So let's see. And remember what Fabrizio said, Barcelona need to make money as well. So, you know, a swap deal might not necessarily be a good thing for Barcelona, depending, of course, on how that would work from a structural perspective. All right, let's move on. Obviously, this is a U.S.-based uh, platform as well. And in soccer, we trust our uh, our cousins there. Our other podcasts would be interested in this question, Fabrizio Romano. Serginio Dest, he's not a shabby favorite. 
of course. Uh, is the USMNT star for sale? Because I remember talking to you a while ago. He was on that bubble, right? Where, you know, he could be, offers would be, you know, uh, listened to. What's the latest with Serginio Dest? It's the same, that it depends on the proposals. If Barcelona will get an interesting proposal for him, it's something that could happen to see Serginio Dest leaving Barca this summer. Uh, from the Premier League, he was in Chelsea list in January, then they decided not to move for any fullback. Let's see if Thomas Tuchel will decide to push again on Serginio Dest in the coming weeks or not. But it's always been in the interest of many Premier League clubs. So my feeling is if something will happen, it will be with Premier League clubs for, uh, for Serginio Dest. And uh, also because he was in Bayern list, but they signed Masraoui. It was a potential target for Barcelona. So maybe it could be a domino, but Masraoui is now at Bayern. And so it could be an opportunity for Serginho to move to the, to the Premier League. So I would keep the situation open because at the moment there are no negotiations, but Serginho could be one of the players uh, good for Barcelona to make some money. So keep an eye on him till the end of the market. All right. Well, we have um, also a question about Ousmane Dembele as well. I mean, this has been a situation as well that's been ongoing, right? The contractual situation and and we believe to that Xavi's arrival possibly made it easier. What's the latest on Ousmane Dembele? The latest is that after many and many meetings, we are still at the same point. Uh, on Dembele's side, they're waiting to understand if Barcelona will make a good proposal for him to accept this bid and then to stay at Barca. Let me say that Ousmane Dembele is happy in Barcelona. He's happy with the city, with the manager, with the teammates. He wants to continue, but he wants to continue in important conditions. It means with an important salary. And Barca are waiting to find a creative formula to offer him an interesting deal. But at the moment, because of this financial situation, everything is still at the same point. So for Ousmane Dembele, we are still at the same at the same 50-50 situation. He will have new contacts, new meetings with Barcelona through his agents in the coming days. But at the moment, we can't say that Barcelona are going to extend this contract 100%. My feeling is that other clubs are really serious in this race. Paris Saint-Germain asked for information in January. And let's see now with the manager and director situation if they will confirm this Ousmane Dembele interest or not. Premier League clubs exploring the situation since long time. So I would say it's a really 50-50 situation for Barca. It depends on the financial situation. You would think that just because Barcelona need to bring money in that they would listen considerably for a lot of offers for Dembele, even though you know they want to keep him. And I guess it depends on how much Shabby appreciates him, right? So th that's another uh, point about Dembele's yes. fate. Yes, he loves Dembele. Xavi loves Dembele, but he knows that uh, for the player, everything is absolutely is absolutely open, and also he deserves an important contract. So let's see. I, I also think that the last sentence from the director of football Barcelona, Matteo Alemani, a few weeks ago, and he said, "I have my own opinion on this Dembele story." He said. It feels like in Barcelona, into the board, some of the people in the board in Barcelona, they feel that at the end, Osman uh, is ready to discuss with some of these clubs and to join them on a free. So this is why for Barca, it, it's a feeling that they have into the board. But let's see if it will be the reality, because we have to be honest and say that his agent is meeting with Barcelona since a long time. Eh? They had like four or five meetings in just six or seven months, and they're still not able to find an agreement. So. Oh, my God. How many meetings do you need? Jeez, come on now. Uh, Usman Salim, thank you so much for your comment. Brother, I love this channel and your energy. Thank you. Also, this is the only channel I feel Fabrizio looks super relaxed. So great chemistry. Well, listen, Fabrizio is always relaxed, always professional. Oh, but... Never relaxed, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> never. But with me... And him, well, we're brothers, yeah, yeah. Usman. So, you know, we, we just have a good time over here. The, I like to make Fabrizio feel a little bit more relaxed, as as relaxed as he can be, because I know that his job is very stressful. So here it's it's a little bit easier, right? If it was up to me, Fabrizio would be having a drink, would be chilling. 
But, you know, maybe that's for another time. South American feelings. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. We talked about Ousmane Dembele. Uh, just very quickly as well regarding uh, Lewandowski. Just back to that for a second. He openly wants out of Bayern with one year remaining on the contract. But what would his arrival actually mean for those like Aubameyang, Luke de Jong, Memphis Depay? Those are the players that I'm thinking about now. Yes, Luke de Jong will leave the club. Uh, Memphis Depay at the moment has the intention to continue with Barcelona, but he's different kind of player. So I have the feeling that at the end, if nothing will happen, because Premier League clubs have always been interested in him. So I will keep the situation open. But he said a few days ago that he wants to continue. So for Depay could be a chance to stay. For Aubameyang, I see him staying. We have to remember that it's going to be a really complicated season, not just for Barcelona, but for all the clubs. They will be playing uh, every three days. Uh, we know they will have Champions League football, La Liga, Copa del Rey, then there is the World Cup. So Barcelona wants to make sure that they have, of course, in case they will be able to complete the deal. Robert Lewandowski as the main number nine, but an important player like Obama Young to help in La Liga and to help in many other opportunities. And the pie could be like a jolly for Barca. So at the moment, I think the only one who is 100% sure to leave the club is Luke de Jong. Okay, a few questions here, Fabrizio Romano, uh, part of the Barcelona Conversation, Hersey YouTube channel. Thank you so much for being a follower of Que Golazo and Fabrizio Romano. Are Barcelona in talks with Sevilla for Kunde? At the moment, no, there are non negotiations. There is a strong interest from Barcelona for Joel Kunde, but as we always say, because of the financial situation, they can't pay what Sevilla wants. It is around 55, 60 million euros. They want 65, but they can negotiate for this fee. So, but they are not able to pay 55 or 60 million cash at the moment to Sevilla. So uh, everything is really complicated. And Chelsea are leading the race for Joel Kunde. They really want him, they have money to spend on the market. And so my feeling is Chelsea are absolutely leading the race for Joel Kunde. Well, Aston Villa got the other better centre-back anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> All right, uh, listen, i got a question about uh, Rafinha as well. They, he just took part of Brazil's 5-1 victory over South Korea. He was fantastic. Uh, what's the Rafinha chat here? Here we go. Here's the Rafinha conversation. We can sell Rafinha for 70 million, nothing less. Leads are massive and debt-free. Um Debt with a B there. Uh, who knows? Because uh, this is department free, just FYI. Thoughts on Rafinha and Barcelona? So Barcelona are working on that deal since long time, since February. They have an agreement with um, an agreement close with his agent, Deco. We, we said how good is the relationship between Deco and Laporta, how the player is tempted by Barcelona because Rafinha would love to join Barcelona. But... But at the moment, what I'm told is that Leeds have no intention to accept less than 55 million euros. This is the potential fee for Lafinha. And they have no intention to accept installments or payments in like five, six years. It's something that Leeds will not accept. So at the moment, it's a complicated deal for Barca. Uh, it depends, again, on the financial situation. If they will be able to complete some sales and so to have some money and to spend a big budget, Rafinha has always been top of the list for Barca. But as of now, they can't pay exactly what Leeds want. So this is why it's like a domino for Barcelona market. And for Rafinha, let me say that there are many clubs interested. Eh? It's not only Barcelona. So it's an open race for him. And I'm sure that Leeds know how special is this player and how many opportunities he can have on the market. So they are not forced to sell for less than 55 million or with many installments. But Rafinha is open to leaving, I presume. I mean, Leeds United are in a stronger position, of course, because they're in the Premier League. But, I, yes. you know, I'm sure Rafinha, unlike other players, I, I, I'm just, it's conjecture, but I'm sure he wants Europe, et cetera, et cetera. So he would be open, I guess, to having a conversation. Yes, 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 absolutely, absolutely. It will be open and he's waiting to understand what happens with these clubs. For example, Chelsea, 
have been leading the race for Rafinha before the sanctions. Uh, then they had the sanctions and some problems, so they were not able to keep going in negotiations. And Barcelona were able to lead the race for him thanks to this uh, situation. But let's see what happens with many other clubs, because Rafinha, as you mentioned before, is an incredible special player. Yeah, uh, our producer Des Norris just said, so Rafinha kind of screwed himself up by helping Leeds stay in the Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> this is football sometimes, but no, he's really respectful with Leeds. It's something that we have to mention because it's a good point, I think. No, it's not for all the players to be uh, that professional in some situation. Mm. And he's been really, really incredible. So I'm sure that Leeds will help in case they will get a, a very good proposal and we let him go. A big year for Rafinha as well, including the World Cup, as I mentioned. All right, uh, managing Barca with another comment here. Fab, a different question. Do you think Matteo Alemani is one of the best sporting directors in the world? Good question, managing Barca. I don't know if he's the best, but he's doing great work, I think. Uh, so he's a fantastic director. I think there are many, but he's doing a really great work with Barcelona. It's really difficult uh, to manage Barcelona situation because the pressure that you have from the press, from the fans, is incredible in Barcelona. One of the most complicated clubs to work with, I see in a positive way, because you're a top club and you have a lot of pressure. So it's not easy for a director to work on this. Uh, let me say that also Jordi Gruif, together with him, is doing a special work on many of the signings, on many decisions that they're taking. So I think that they're doing a pretty good job together and Barca have a very good board now. All right. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap this uh, Barcelona chatter and we'll also include some Real Madrid conversations as well. And just the latest on what Fabrizio Romano is working on. Yes, we might have a few Arsenal questions as well, because Arsenal fans, they just creep in wherever. It doesn't matter if it's not about. We got you, Arsenal fans. Don't worry. Fabrizio Romano is in the house. Gigo Lasso will be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back, everybody. Fabrizio Romano, que golazo. Thank you so much for being here. All right. Uh, well, let's talk Real Madrid here, Fabrizio Romano, for a second. Uh, the Champions League, Champions 14th time, La Liga as well. They've won that. Uh, Ancelotti, fantastic stuff. But uh, Gareth Bell, Isco, Marcelo. They're off the wage bill. So what's uh, Florentino Perez's grand plan following the big victory in Paris and uh, obviously the snub from Kylian Mbappé? What's next? 
And they signed Tony Rudiger. Today is finally official. Uh, then they have the intention to find a new uh, to sign a new left back. So let's see if it will be Frank Garcia or any other player, but they're exploring for that position. And uh, I see Real Madrid moving on a midfielder because for Chouameni, they are working on that deal and it's like a priority for Real Madrid now to find a way and to complete the deal as soon as possible. So they're pretty busy, but they are they are relaxed. Even if they missed on Kylian Mbappé, they won the Champions League. So I'm sure that they are pretty happy with the general situation. Um, so I'm sure that for Real Madrid now the priority, the next step is Chouameni. What they want to do after Tony Rudiger is Chouameni and then we will see with the left back what happens. All right. Well, uh, the paparazzi has been around uh, Gaga. So let's see what I did there. A Lady Gaga song. A Gaga Slonina. Yeah. Did you, yeah. I'll get my coat. Gaga Slonina is heading to Real Madrid or interest uh, from Real Madrid. The 18-year-old goalkeeper, Chicago Fire, uh, U.S. Uh, phenom. Uh, he's uh, heading to Los Blancos. Uh, I presume Castilla first. But what's the latest on this news that you, by the way, uh, bro, fantastic stuff. Yes, I'm I'm sure that they are preparing an opening proposal. I'm told that they are preparing an opening proposal in Madrid for Gagas Lunina. They are tracking him since a long time. Even Chelsea wanted him end of January, but then they were not able to complete the deal in February because of the sanctions. And so Real Madrid jumped into this negotiation and now they're ready to make an opening proposal for um, Gabriel Lunina. Of course, the player is more than tempted, so it's something that they want to do on player side. Real Madrid sources confirm that this proposal is almost ready. So let's see what happens in the coming days. But I'm curious to see what happens even for his future. If he's immediately joining Real Madrid. And so, as you mentioned, Castilla has some opportunities in the second team of Real Madrid. Or if he will be loaned uh, again back to, to Chicago Fire to stay in MLS maybe for one more season and then go back to, to Real Madrid. So it's still something uh, not decided. But I'm sure that for Real Madrid, the priority is to put their hands on this fantastic talent because it's true that Courtois is present and future of Real Madrid. Barcelona could be a really special one in the coming years and so they want to sign him. Yeah, so it all depends on, uh, you know, what kind of deal it is for him because I'm sure he wants to play. He doesn't just want to, you know, yes. uh, sit around despite his age. I mean, look at Donnarumma, right? He's young and he's still doing his yeah. thing. So, so you know, we have to uh, make sure we figure that one out. All right, well, Arsenal questions, uh, we believe here, Des Norris. What's the latest there? I'm sure that Arsenal fans... Uh, all right, well, Gabriel Jesus, by the way, uh, scored a ridiculous goal today for Brazil, 5-1 as well, looking good. And of course, you've been talking about the fact that Arsenal have been leading the chase in this conversation because obviously he's uh, leaving Man City. What's the latest there? Yes, for, for Gabriel Jesus, he's going to leave Man City this summer, as we already said, and this is the plan. Arsenal are interested, but... I still don't have I don't have big updates on on Gabriel. I think it will take some days before we understand how much will be this proposal from Arsenal. They want him, but let's see because many clubs are interested in Gabriel Jesus. So for Arsenal, it's a priority, but it's still not a done deal. So we need to wait a bit and see when they will make this official proposal. Zinchenko could be a possibility for many clubs, not just for Arsenal, because there are chances for him to leave Manchester City this summer. Many Premier League clubs are interested at the moment. With Arsenal, it's still it's still quiet, but he's a player that could be on the move. Uh, after Gabriel Jesus and so for sure Arsenal will be busy in the coming days don't worry even Yuri Tielemans is a player that they want for example from Leicester and still waiting for this official and opening proposal too but Tielemans is not a player in their list so I'm sure that will be a pretty busy summer for Arsenal and then Ndinketia will soon sign his new deal for the next five years with Arsenal and this is really important news because he was really one step away from leaving they wanted him Crystal Palace, West Ham, Borussia Mönchengladbach and then he decided to stay and continue with Arsenal 
All right. MAH, I really appreciate the question, but I want to create a different culture here in Kego Lasso when Fabrizio Romano is on. I always see this on your Twitter, people replying to you. And all they do is they just shout teams and names like you're like their monkey and you're meant to respond to everything. Let's do something nice here on Kego Lasso. If you have a question for Fabrizio Romano, how about you address it like, hey, Fabrizio, how are you? Could you give me an update on this, please? No, listen, you do whatever. On Kego Lasso, I want to build a friendly environment, a family environment. We appreciate your hard work, and I want to make you. sure we cultivate that, okay? So Thank moving you. on, let's try and be a little bit. The world goes round when we're nicer to each other. That's all I'm saying. All right, last question about Fabian Ruiz, by the way. Any chance Arsenal sign Fabian Ruiz? That's a little better, Usman. See, it's a question. I like it. Talk to me about Fabian Ruiz. What, what's the latest on him? At the moment, there are no negotiations with Arsenal, but there are negotiations between Fabian Ruiz and Napoli for his contract. He's out of contract next year with Napoli, so it's a dangerous situation. Napoli are offering him a new deal with a potential release clause included, but Fabian has not answered yet to Napoli proposal. So let's see. If he will extend the contract, of course, he will stay for one more season. If not, it could become a nice opportunity on the market. He was in Real Madrid the list but Chouameni is top of the list Carlo Ancelotti is a big fan of Fabian Ruiz but as mentioned Chouameni is the priority for Real Madrid now in that position and so let's see if Arsenal or any other club will decide to, to try for Fabian Ruiz at the moment it's still quiet but once you will have the final answer from Fabian to Napoli proposal we will understand more a very important player uh, for Napoli 26 years old uh, Spanish international so we'll see how we do all right well Listen, that is it, Fabrizio Romano. Before we say goodbye, anything else to keep us updated? I saw uh, Gennaro Gattuso update there. What, what's the latest there? Yes, this is an important one for Valencia fans uh, because Gennaro Gattuso will become the new manager in the coming days. I feel tomorrow could be the day for Valencia to communicate that Bordalas is out. So he's going to leave the club. He's no longer be the manager. And uh, Gennaro Gattuso will be the new manager of Valencia. So it's a really interesting appointment. Everything is set to be completed. It's just about the final details. And then Gattuso will be the new manager. So it's an important one for Valencia. And for Arsenal fans, Lacazette will not stay at Arsenal. He has an agreement in place with Lyon to join them and return to Lyon on a free transfer. And so many things happening. And I'm sure in the coming days will be the crazy market that we are waiting for. I'm imagining that opens the door, of course, for the Gabriel Jesus narrative or somebody else as Lacazette returns uh, to Leon. All right. Well, Fabrizio Romano, thank you so much. Make sure to follow his content at Fabrizio Romano on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, CBS Sports, your CBS Sports app. Fabrizio is part of our family every week as well. Definitely on Mondays. Uh, I believe next week uh, you might take a break a, a little bit, so we'll see you after that as well. But Fab is always here. Thank you so much, brother. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. Thank you to all the guys in the chat. And see you soon here on Kegolasso. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much, everybody. We're closing in on 12,000 subscribers on the YouTube channel. That's so great. Uh, we appreciate you. So make sure that you keep subscribing, share, spread the word. Kegolasso pod on Twitter as well. We continue here on Kegolasso. It never stops and neither does Fabrizio Romano. Have a fantastic rest of your week and we will see you next time. Till then.